everybody. Welcome to Conversation Romance. Don't pay any attention to music in the background. My name is Jeff Johnson. We have a crazy round table today. Sunday afternoon, let's have a chat. We'll let Prince bring us in just a little bit. I think it's only appropriate, right? He does his thing. It's kind of appropriate for the environment we live in today, right? Oh. Like I said, welcome to Conversation Romance, everybody. My name is Jeff Johnson. Over here to my right, we have Amy Denise. Christina down below. Over on the right, we have Shana. Georgia, we got the frozen tundra of Ohio, and the high plains drifter of Amy Denise. Alexa, volume down four. How is everybody this morning? Great. Great. Cold. Doing good. Christina, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. good. Alexa, pause. Yeah. So thank you very much, first of all, for joining me. These, uh, uh, in case you're wondering, Conversational Romance is a podcast about, I don't know, living in our 40s, 50s, and 60s, sometimes 70s and 80s, depending on who we have as a guest. Um, I believe we are all age-appropriate here. We won't go into particulars, but none of us are hiding anything. I'm not hiding any gray. I don't think anybody else is hiding anything. Uh, well, we seem to have a, an interesting dilemma on our hands in dating these days. I believe from what I've heard in my podcast and in my talking to other people that men are afraid, not afraid of women. We're afraid to date because we're going to get it wrong. Right? And what I hear from, from the female audience say is that they want a traditional man. They want to be wooed. <clears throat> so that's what I want to talk about today. The difference in between dating between men and women today. Now, I saw Shana nod her head a little a bit. I can't tell if Christina's camera's frozen or not. And Amy Denise is looking at me like, I ain't saying shit. <laughs> so, I want to throw out the first hand grenade here in the dating world of today. I don't think that, I don't think that women feel safe around strange men. Is that fair? Yeah, right off the bat. Fair. I mean, hmm? it depends on the, the man. Okay, Shana. I'm going to vet someone, so I'm going to feel safe. Yeah. All right, Christina. What about you? I talk to everybody, so. And the she's. Oh, there she is. You talk to everybody. I think we're having some internet issues, Christina. (laughs) So. Yeah. But how do you meet most? How do most people that are dating now meet the majority? Would you fair to say it's online? Online, yeah. (laughs) Shana? Yeah. Yes. All right. I work from home, so, and I rarely leave the house, so it has to be online. Yeah. Although I do you? not prefer that. I don't think anybody prefers it. Do you? Have you ever heard of anybody? Well, maybe that Craigslist killer yeah, guy. Maybe him. <laughs> I don't know. Good. There's some ladies that really like the apps. You know, it's easy. You can, yeah, speed, you can speed date that way. I've yeah, but let done, me. I've never done I, the apps. So glad you said that because there is an app that that is reliant on the woman to take the first step, right? Yes. The Buzzy Bumble Bumble. Yeah, I think Bumble. we can say it. Fuck them if they want to sue me, sue me. Yeah. Bumble is it, right? Bumble is the one. I think that is probably the worst one out there. If you want to meet, up three times for it. I've signed up three times for it. 
and made a profile, spoke to people on there, but never went out on a date. Like, deleted it within the first week. I'm like, I'm out. Can't handle Chris, it. Christina, have you been on any apps? Uh, match. Um, oh, Plenty of Fish. That was, uh, God. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. What about you, Amy? Which ones? You did Plenty of Fish? Plenty of Fish, yeah, and Facebook dating. Do you remember? Do you remember when I was doing Facebook dating back in about a year ago? I met a lady in Amarillo, and I made her mad because after she went, she she disappeared on me. We were communicating like every day, yeah. you know, quite a bit on phone, and then Friday afternoon she disappeared until Monday morning. And when she came back Monday morning, she said, "Hey, how you doing?" I said, "I'm not interested." Yeah. She goes, "Why?" I said, "Because you broke communication. I hope you had fun with your date. I just I need to. I don't. Uh, I don't want to be part of a roster." Is what I said. She reported me to Facebook messaging as harassing him, and I'm no longer, I am oh banned from Facebook dating for life. Oh my God. How do you like that? Which I think is a blessing in disguise, too. Yeah. I think, and I don't, I don't care if you get mad about this, but I think Facebook dating is, might as well be, the, just call it, here we are in the hood. Let's date in the hood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sucks. But Bumble, I think, is, is one of the problems that we have with, Dating, trying to date a traditional man today. Traditional men want to be a man. We don't want to be told who likes us. We want to like somebody else. We don't want to be told when we can talk to you. We want to initiate conversation. We don't want to be told where we can meet you for dinner. We want to pick you up for dinner. And, I, and when I bring this up in, in some of the live podcasts that I do, I make a lot of people mad, especially the one with Queso Mason not too long ago. She was really mad at me because I was being insensitive to her need for being safe on a date. And my true response was, no, I'm telling you, you need to know the guy well enough to be comfortable with him picking you up on the first date before you ever go out with him. Without a doubt. I agree with that. Only if you want to date yeah. a, a traditional man. If you're okay with these alphas, I mean, these betas that you can deliver, hey, honey, can I have a beer with the guys? Instead of going, hey, honey, I'm going to be 30 minutes late. I'm stopping for a beer with Fred. Right. Do you all see the difference in those two? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. difference. It's such an easy switch. There's a huge difference. It's the same thing. I'm not, it's, you know. Shana, do you want to raise another kid? Absolutely not. I'm done. Amy Denise, do you want to be responsible for policing your man? Not at all. Christina, do you want to be worried about picking up your man's phones for what you're going to find on it? No. I will never, never do that. I'm out. Yeah. yeah, but you might want, but I might, you might need to use my phone sometime. Yeah. That's a possibility. Go, not going to look through it. I don't care, but, but the point is is that if you want that traditional man, he's not, he's going to make decisions, right? And, and, and sometimes we're beaten up. I've been, I've been married five times. Five times. I'm afraid to take a poop without asking. Hey, honey, do you need the toilet? I gotta go. You want me to go upstairs? Yeah, I'll use a guest room. Okay, we'll go. That's, and that wasn't a personality that I was forced into having. It was one that I was willing to give because I would just, I just wanted to be loved, man. I would do whatever you told me to do if you love me. That's no way to live. 
That's not a traditional man either. So, I'm going to start out with a really big question for everybody. Who wants to go first? Why are you single? I'll go first. All right. I, so I chose to stop dating for a while, about eight years ago because I was didn't feel like I could offer anything healthy to a partner. So I chose to stop dating and then it just became comfortable to not date because it was harder to try and date. It was just harder to date. And then in the past couple of years, I've started dating and I've just been on a string of first dates. How come? Well, I mean, usually they end up just dominating the conversation, talking about themselves, and I end up being like a therapist for them. The, you call those the trauma dumpers? Yes. Mm -hmm. right. So you got a dumper too? Yeah. Why are you single, Christina? Um, well, so my guy passed away three years ago. Um, I've dated off and on since then, but I had to go take care of myself. So that meant counseling and it, some well, other things. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss, but that's a very tough thing. How, and how do you move forward without comparisons? <sighs> Everybody's different. I mean... So, I, I, you knew about Sneaky Link, because I, that's how we met. Um, he's complete opposite of what Mike was, and mm. I'm glad for that, because I don't know that I could be comfortable. Yeah. A little variety, something off the buffet when you never thought again. it was, I mean, you got to make egg, you got to make, make <laughs> that what you have, right? Right. What about you, Shana? Are you single? That's a good question. I guess I would say because I'm not willing to compromise until I meet a person that's worth compromising for. So, like, for now, I prefer sleeping alone in my bed with my cat okay. and just doing my own thing until I meet someone that's worth changing that all up for. How long have you been single? Three and a half years. String of bad dates? Oh, yeah. And I've even had a boyfriend in there. Oh, how'd that go? He smothered me to death. He was he was great. And he's women. Most okay. women probably think I'm crazy, but he literally sucked the air out of me. He smothered me so bad. Okay. All right. I'll, can I get back to that in a minute? Yeah. All right, so Amy Denise, have you had a boyfriend in there in this eight eight years? Eight years, no, I have not had a boyfriend. Okay, yeah. Christina, you're only three years, right? And your sneaky link is your boyfriend, right? Right. Okay. All right. He is something. So, hey, you're the only one here with a smile on my face for a different reason than we got it. We're a smiler face because we're just. Now let me ask you this. Can you be smothered by the right person? No. Amy? I think so. 
I think I could. Ooh. Really? All right, Christina, can you be smothered by the right person? I don't think the right person will smother you. I mean, there it is. That's They'll be really there good for answer. you. I like that. I like that, Christina. Uh, here's the thing. I, I think I'm I'm too much for most humans. If I if I want to communicate with you like I want to communicate with you, unfeathered, I'm a lot. I'm probably 10, 15 text messages a day. Two phone, you know, usually only a phone call morning and evening. But yeah, what? that's not too much if she's into you. Right. She she that's, will gladly reciprocate. That. But that's my point. That that is my point. In, in my history. I would change my communication pattern to suit whoever I was talking to. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wanted something from them. <laughs> right? Exactly. I wanted something from them that wasn't communication. Yeah. And now I want communication first and then something else afterwards. <laughs> Which a lot of people say makes me gay. <laughs> yeah, I hardly believe that. I yeah. think you love women. So, what do you think about that? About men that are that are that want to do it different these days? How do it's we? It's a breath it? of how, fresh air. It's a breath of fresh air. It is invigorating. It's nice. Yeah, but how do we meet you? How do you meet us? If it's not online, make eye contact everywhere you go. All right. Talk to people, Christina. Talk to people, make eye contact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that's that's a very confusing um, message, yeah. right? Oh, I mean... It is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Between the, the hats and the t-shirts that basically say, don't look at me, you asshole. Yeah. Right? right. And he said, juicy. And thank God you don't y'all don't wear shorts that say juicy on your butts anymore and then get mad at us for looking. Yeah. Or squeezing it to see if it's really juicy. <laughs> well, it is hard. Because I'm an outgoing person, like I, I'm chatting with everyone around me if I'm in a store or whatever, and that can be take that can be misconstrued as flirting and taken wrong. And where, whereas yeah. I'm just being friendly, and I would have acted that way with a male or a female. So how do you do that? How do you balance that? Because I I'm, know I know I'm 150 not a good men. To ask. I'm not good. I'm not good at balancing it. Maybe how do you balance it? I'm not real good at it either. Christina? Uh, so well. I can tell you how it gets, how, how life <laughs> balances out for me. Nine times out of 10. Yesterday was a perfect example. I'm in the dog park here. I am not interested in hitting on anybody in the dog park. I'm not, that's not, that's, I mean, whatever happens, happens, but I'm, I'm there for the dog and the interaction, right? Like this right. morning, I had a great interaction. We'll talk about that later. But, That's a great place to meet someone. I mean, it, it, is. it is, and, and so, so yesterday, I you know I was just just walked in. We we're walking through the dog park, and this dog comes over, and his owner throws a frisbee. She was good looking, blonde, you know, short shorts on it. And uh, I said something about she, the previous day she had stuck the frisbee in the tree. Right, I saw her. She was there, and I said, "Hey, you keeping that frisbee out of the tree today?" And she goes, "Yeah, I told my husband, husband about it." <laughs> Husband, it's like, why do y'all do that shit? <laughs> Just because I asked you if your frisbee's in the tree doesn't mean I want to get in your hoo-ha. 
Well, same thing is for men, though. Just because I smile and say, hi, how are you? Doesn't mean that I need for you to ask me out on a date. Yeah, and that, and that is really good. I like to turn it back on to me because, you know, not me. But the real question is, how do you, how does a female, right, say, sir, that color looks really good on you without, and, and honestly, I think if you say, sir, that's pretty much an indicator that you're not interested. Yeah. In hmm. I think if you preface anything by sir or mister, excuse me, mister. Right. Because that does, there's, there is nothing about sir. I'm not that, I'm not into that kind of thing. So nothing about sir says you're turning me on. Well, I'm very plain spoken. I would say something more like, I'm not flirting with you, but you look very nice. Please don't take this as flirting, but you look very nice in that color. Per, you then know, don't, then lose, don't tell me. Lose your color. Then don't, don't tell, tell me. Don't tell them because now no. I shot them down. Yeah. <laughs> don't, no, 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 no. You see, you didn't shoot them down, but you're qualifying your compliment. Just let and and yes, and here is the danger. Some people are gonna they're gonna take it as you're coming on to them, and then you say, "Oh, I'm sorry, that was not a compliment. That I wasn't trying to hit on you. I really wasn't. I I just I really did think that color looked good. Whatever it is. Normally, I just say it and live with the consequences. Yeah. You know, like did they just think I hit on them, or now are they going to ask me out? I just roll with it, and if they ask out, say no. But that and that's that's perfect. I much rather you do that than qualify a compliment. Yeah. Right. So your eyes look good, even though your hair looks like a fucking asshole. <laughs> you know, don't hey, don't do that to me, right? I love what I loved what you did with your with your house, but fuck it off with the butts. <laughs> yeah. Right. Butts. You, hey, if you want to qualify for anything, qualify for a mortgage. Get the fuck out of here, right? <laughs> don't qualify your compliments. <laughs> Point so, well taken. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so, you. And so, and I, I, but from from your point, Shana, I have I have I have heard that before. Because one of the things I like to do is, you know, at the end of some of my my TikToks, I'll say, hey, you know what? Do me a favor. Go out and make a man's day today. I get so many compliments every day on that shirt looks good, your hair looks good, or whatever. Every day, it happens. But most men don't get that. And when I say that, I get a ton of response. Hey. Every time I tell a man he looks good, they follow me home for three days. They park outside <laughs> with a telephoto lens. And... Goodness. I know. But this is the problem, if we want to get back to what we were talking to. This is the problem with dating a traditional man. Traditional man my age, um, we, don't, we don't want to try to hit on you. We don't. I, I make it a point to, I, I compliment you. Men, men, that color, they should be paying you royalty to wear that color. That's one of my favorites. And uh, and it's received well, but a lot of times it gets, oh, my husband picked it out for me. <laughs> you dickhead. My boyfriend likes it too. He's got a big win. Stop it. Oh, no. I'm going to say thank you. Are you sure? Yes. Are you going to say, he, oh, no, this I didn't even do my hair today? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Stop it. I'm not going to say I'm that. I'm gonna say thank you. Say thank you. What about you, Christine? Are you a thank you? Or no, no, I don't. I just I didn't even do my hair today. I was like, no. Yeah, I do, and and that's that's much more appreciated than somebody arguing with you. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
<sighs> yeah. So, how does a traditional man approach a traditional woman today? If we're in the grocery store, we're passing out. If we're if we're in the passing aisles, we're probably going to pass out more than one or two times. Right. So, what is the key? When I pass you in the first, oh, I'm, I, I I I nod, I smile and nod, mm -hmm. right? And then we go to the next aisle. What happens in the next aisle? I'm ready. I've got an answer. You stop and say, ma'am, um, you've caught my eye. You're a very attractive woman. You know, um, I mean, no disrespect, but are you single? And if yeah. you're single, are you available? That's not bad. That's good. That's good. Shoot that your sound, shot. That doesn't shoot, sound too player-ish. Shoot your shot. No. Do, do you want then gimmicks you don't have or to anything? Go on tic, then you don't have to go on TikTok and make TikTok saying, I sit on an airplane by this girl from Dallas to Atlanta, and her name was Sarah, and, and you know, and looking for them. So, yeah, let's do it. Right. Come out and say it. So do you want, like, do you, you don't want, like, fun stuff, though, right? You don't want, hey, baby, you married? Something like that. No. Just, that, seems, just, that seems too much like a player. <laughs> you know, kind of kidding. And then it's just like, well, yeah. I mean, stuff like that's happened. So it it sounds to so honestly, if I said that, what you said, uh, that would that would make I would feel like a player if I did that. No, I think it's all about the tone and the way you say it. And the way you approach. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah then get their phone number, and very soon thereafter, reach out to them, preferably. Mm -hmm. May, you know, maybe by text at first and just say, or, you know, when would be a good time to talk and then talk to them. We just lost Christina. Oh, no. Yeah. Hmm. So, I'm leery of doing that without a clear okay from the other side. So you're not going to get my phone number, you know. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, saying, excuse me, ma'am, you caught my eye. Have you, uh, have you ever been cucumbered in the produce section? I, <laughs> I, I, but there's got to be some kind of a green light signal. I mean, baseball, it's pretty simple. It's like, so we can do with any of those. That's fine. We can do that whole thing if you want. But right. what is the signal that says we can? We're allowed to move forward. A smile, a wink, a glimmer. When, when I keep making, when I keep making eye contact with you, on each row. Okay, second. so we, we pass the first time, yeah. then the second time. You know, I'm, you know, making eye contact, smiling. There you go. Exactly. Gotcha. There's your invitation. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You got two screens now, Christina. So now you now you're splitting mm -hmm. the poor internet you did have. You're splitting it in two. <laughs> Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> now it. we know how we can approach, and now we know why we're all single. Um, <laughs> what happens? Have you ever? Have, I want to talk a little bit about. I've been trying to get somebody to talk about people with anxious attachment styles. Have you ever had any experience? Anybody here ever had any experience with anxious attachment styles? Shayna, that guy that you said smothered you, 
Was he anxious? Is that why? Was he was he trying to stay in front of you all the time? He was afraid that he was going to lose you if he wasn't in front of you at all times. Definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to run this by. I saw an analogy the other day that said if you're in a relationship with a, with a, somebody with anxious attachment, it's basically like sitting across, sitting in the, at a kiddie pool on each side of the kiddie pool, and you're sitting there with both feet in it, just like this, and the other party's sitting there with one foot in it, like this. And they, the reason that I have always been anxious attached is because I knew everybody was going to leave me. So making, doing the best I could to, to not get somebody to leave me was, it worked with my cortisol addiction and my need to always be on and, and need for, so I would try really hard to make sure they love me by being in front of them all the time. Smothering. Smothering. Is that, do you feel like that was possible for that last guy, Shana? Yes. He always told me he was scared that I would get bored with him and move mm-hmm. on. Yeah, and I, yeah. didn't get, I didn't get bored with him. I just, you know, I, I didn't have 30 minutes to myself each day. I didn't have time to decompress. I, I, so, didn't, have time, I, I didn't have time to, to listen to a podcast. So, Amy, when someone, a man tells you, I am... I'm afraid you're going to get bored of me pretty soon. Is that a pretty much an indicator that you are about to get bored with him? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. What do you think, Shane? If he tells you that, if you have another person tell you that, would you agree with him? Like, oh shit, I know where this is going. I'm out. I'm sorry. Were you asking me? Yeah. Not necessarily. Okay, I might change your mind about that. Christina, what about you? If a guy says, you know what, I so I love dating you, but man, I'm afraid I'm going to lose you. You're going to be bored with me. What's your response? Um, if you love dating me, obviously I'm dating you. Why are you worried about that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's I mean, what here's you have to here's my interpretation of that. If a man tells you that you're about to get bored with me, yeah, or man, your internet is horrible. I can't hear you, and you're taking like 15 uh. seconds to hear me and reply. So you might just want to listen. <laughs> Sorry. So my so my response yeah, that, to that, um, if a man tells you, I'm sh- I'm sure you're about to get bored with me. Number one, it's never going to work past that moment. He's already planted the seed. And number two, you guys have he's just identified as not having enough self-esteem to stay with you. Yeah. Now I know Amy is, and I think Christina is too, because we talked about it before. But Shana, are you familiar with my the the self-esteem thing? I think you need to do before you date anybody. No. Yeah. It's a zero to 10 scale. And I think you need to rate yourself on how much your self-esteem is and be honest with yourself. I mean, shadow that shit and be honest. If you're a seven on a scale of zero to 10, if you're a seven on your self-esteem, it's my contention that you can only date either another seven, an eight or a six. You can't date a five. You can't date a nine. You can't date anything outside of one point swing of the other one. Because if you do, somebody is always going to be trying too hard in that relationship. A five self-esteem is going to kick their ass. They're never going to be able to be more than a six. 
but they're going to try hard to be a seven to match your average day when their mm -hmm. best day is only your worst day. You see how that's going to be exhausting? I agree with that assessment. It, it's just a theory, but it's a theory that I think plays right now. I, I agree with it. I can see that. that. Absolutely. So what do you think happened to these? So these guys, how many of you do know that we're in high school and 25 year old, a cocky jock and everything else. And now they've been beaten down by three marriages and 14 kids. And now they're just a shell of a man. Y'all see that much anymore? Yeah, I do. Yes. Yes. Do you know how much I see of that here? From the men, and this is so funny too. When I'm sitting in my favorite spot on Duval Street, I will I see them all, and these women that are walking on the outside of the curb, they're like, <clears throat> you can, but you yeah. can see there, but they're eyeballing it. They're they're like looking ahead, and the and the man's over here going, oh look at that pretty T-shirt over there. Oh, did you see that yellow shirt in there? I love yeah. that shop. Right. I was married to him. One time. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, it's funny. Um, I was taking a trip, a family trip to New York City, and my yeah. dad, for weeks leading up to it, just kept telling me, like, you know, watch him, watch him, you know, I'm, I'm scared he'll get mugged, he'll get shot up there. And then finally I was like, wait, wait a second, Dad, what what about me? He was like, oh, hell, I'm not worried about you. He's like, you're street smart, you'll take care of yourself, but he'll get his ass killed. <laughs> my my, my ex-husband. And... Yeah. And he wasn't wrong. So, yeah. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> and for a female, that's exhausting. It is. Well, yeah, I used so to that's say not... it's tiring to wear the pants and the panties. I didn't want that's... to. Sometimes you have to. That's not, <laughs> that's not our assigned roles. Exactly. And, no. and I know, I know that this is a thing, and I guess I'm a crow magnon old kind of behemoth man, right? Christina, you have three windows open. I'm going to have to ask you to close them all, please. You are jeopardizing the, the podcast, ma'am. Please close your windows, Christina. I don't know how to, I don't want to kick you out because that's going to kick everybody out. But you have three windows open, ma'am. Please turn that off. Oh, I know how to do it. Hang on. I got it. I can do this here. Oh, maybe not. There we go. That's one. You're doing... There you go. You're helping us. Thank you, man. All right. <clears throat> All right. So, sorry about that. <clears throat> so, the... But the women that are doing the outside, they're walking on the outside, they have actually taken over the role of protector. You can see it. Mm -hmm. Right? They're scanning, they're, they're looking ahead, they're looking back, they're, they're, they're picking and choosing their way through traffic, you know? That's a, that's a traditional man's role. And, I, and from my study, you know, writing this book, How to Date a Caveman, which is basically turning out to how to date me. What, uh, you know, the research, it's, it's, fan, it's fantastical, and it, it just proves that we're not supposed to be alone, right? When a man goes to sleep, 70% of his threat detection in his brain, shut, go to sleep with him. 70%, it all shuts down. You don't, you're not afraid of another one. When a man's sleeping, he's sleeping. It's, it's like when you're in the movies. How many times have you seen a movie? They're like, hey, honey, wake up. There's somebody downstairs. You go, shut up, you old hag. I didn't hear nothing. Because when women go to sleep, 
only 30% of their threat detection receptors in their brain turn off. Do you think that's a coincidence? If you were putting a puzzle together, that's how you would fit it. If you had, all right, well, this person, 70, oh, that makes 100, let's do that. Tell me that doesn't say we're not supposed to be together. You're muted. Did I mute you or did you mute you? I did. I did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's biblical. Yeah. Well, it's mean, easy on the biblical. We can get into that. I mean, that's the way we were created. I know. I agree. It's fun. Yeah. So, and how do y'all feel about creation versus uh, evolution or anything else? Oh, yeah, definitely creation. Creation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> man and woman, it? man and woman, going at it. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, do you find it odd that we are the only uh, animals on this planet with forty-four chromosomes? Every, all the rest of them have forty-six. Every one of them. Design. It's almost like intelligent design, isn't it? It's like, oh, hang on. These two, that one's too hairy. Let's take that one out of there. <laughs> oh, 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 this one, they can't speak. Let's take those two out of there. Now they're perfect. Right. Sure is coincidental, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, and, and to preface this, I am not, I'm not. I don't believe that the Bible is the Bible. I believe the Bible is a great book of a, some fantastic stories. That's a great way to raise your kids when they're young and too young to ask questions. And after that, I believe religion's up to your heart. I agree with that. Once you, once you have that background, I was raised in the Southern Baptist Convention, and dude, we were there every time the door was open. I cut my hair when I was in church. I got beat in front of the congregation one night. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the Bible. That's I know. The church, the church yes. in the Bible, that's completely different. Don't even get me started on the church. <laughs> I believe in God, but I believe in God that's in my heart. Yeah. Right? That's where you're and supposed believe, to live. Exactly. And if God lives in your heart, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to put God first in your life. But if you're if he's inside you, that means you have to put you first to put God first. You got to. Yep. If you put you first and I put me first, we are going to be the happiest people we've ever been because we're going to be our best for you're going to be your best for me and I'm going to be my best for you. And out of that, everything that's everybody in our relationships below us will get everything they need from us naturally. It's like Reaganomics for relationships. <laughs> and who doesn't believe in Reagan? Right. Oh, yeah. He's the best. We need some Reaganomics about right now. <laughs> we need something. Something. Uh, so uh, let me ask you this. So I know that uh, we stay away from politics from time to time, but, you know, on the first time that we ran this election, the Biden-Trump election last time, there was a lot of stuff about, you know, Trump's a sexist and all this kind of stuff, and there's a lot of women that hated him. But what I've seen now is most of those women that were hating him, they're like, fuck it. I don't care. Let them grab them by the pee as long as we get our gas prices below $3. Yeah. I'll volunteer my pee. Grab me. Let's get the gas prices back. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm going to have to date someone that aligns with me politically. Why? Because it's the it goes back to my core beliefs. Okay. So 
if someone is not aligning with me on those type of political matters, things that show up on ballots, we probably don't have much common ground. Okay. What if it's just casually dated? Can you casually date a Democrat? Probably not. I don't know if it's the same for men or women. Because I'm thinking that I'm thinking that they're probably just not going to be the kind of guy I'm interested in in the first place. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it, they show up with a man bun. No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I never wore a man bun. I had a ten-inch ponytail, but I didn't even much. But uh, there is. I, I, maybe y'all can help you with this. So I think it's different for men and women because. I mean, I, I definitely don't want to necessarily be married. I was married to a Democrat. My my last wife was Canadian. Bless your heart. Yeah, no, but I tell you what, there are very few things more satisfying than a blowjob from a Democrat. <laughs> well, I'm like, yeah, baby. Oh, boy, that joke goes over really well in, mix, in better mixed company. I bet. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, I think... Politics and dating, I don't think it cares. I think you could do it. it. Well, like I said, we obviously did. We were married for eight years, but, I mean, she was Canadian. She couldn't vote. <laughs> Every time she mentioned something, I said, shut up. Pass the test, then you can, then you have an opinion. It's not a big thing for me. So how? Politics. You don't care? No. So could you date a, a zealot? I mean. A political zealot? If I was attracted to them, I guess. Yeah. So you every weekend you're you're going to political rallies and he's pawn duffing and I didn't say I would go. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. You Let's know. move on to the next. Let's move on to long distance relationships versus close distance relationships. Somebody's got a. What was that, Sheena? Huh? What was that? No. Yeah. no, I was just laughing. Like I went to the Trump inauguration. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, hey, especially what's going on in Georgia right now. The, have you seen what the tables have turned on that lady? Oh, yeah. That she, they found out that the uh, her boyfriend was the one that she hired to investigate the Trump campaign. And he wasn't qualified in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Way overpaid the guy. And now find out he made up all the shit against him. Yeah. Now she's yeah. going to get go to, not go to prison, but she's going to get a debunked. There's a reason I want to leave Georgia. Yeah. So. Where you want to go? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Where do you want to go? I don't know. Yeah, the keys are but, pretty um, good it, It's flipping. It's turning purple. Yeah. Oklahoma, I think, is the only state of the union that still voted 100% red. Yes. I've done my research. Yeah. And we were the only state in the union that didn't have any mask mandates. None. Wow. No, no state mask mandates. Yes. Love your guns. In Oklahoma? Texas loves theirs a little bit more because Texas passed a law two years ago that said that you can build your own homemade silencer without any repercussions. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I saw it. He, yeah, never mind. <laughs> okay, so you said long distance. Let's go. Yeah, that. what about? Can you do it? Yeah. Can you do it, Amy? Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. How long is long distance? How far or how, how far? long? The longer travel. What? What's how far? How long? What? How? What's the long distance? Mm. Uh, it's. I don't think it's so much mileage. It's just the ease of being able to see them. Right. 
so not in. I mean, a thousand a thousand miles doesn't make it really easy to see them, does it? Yeah, no. no but I mean, I can get a flight from Atlanta to mm-hmm. L.A. pretty easy, you know. Yeah, right. And so, say the flight leaves at seven a.m. You wake right. up at three. You wake up at two a.m. and you need a hug. You're having a really bad day. You need a hug. You need a kiss, and maybe something more. So at 3 a.m. you get online and you book that $3,200 last-minute airfare from Atlanta to LAX, and then you then you get you get up at three, you get showered, you get to the airport at five, you get through the checkpoint at six, you try it's basically a four-hour flight, and you land in LAX at one o'clock and you are fucking toast. Okay, well, see, I wouldn't do that. I'm mind over matter. I would have to like prepare for a trip. That's my point. So that is my point. So I, my personal long distance, I feel, is two hours. Yeah. I feel that anything more than two hours qualifies long distance. I would yeah. agree with that. I'd say, I would say anything more than an hour for me. Yeah. I need more warning. I need my Live 360 alert to ping before you go. <laughs> they're here. They're here. That was a joke, man. <laughs> So an hour. Yeah. That could be pretty good. Two hours is my max. I want every day. I don't want I don't want a relationship that is, hey, we're gonna see each other for three days next month. I can't wait. Fuck that. That's not yeah, what I'm I mean, but what if you just meet someone that you just have such a strong attraction to? And what if earthworms had machine guns? I mean, it's doable, though, in today's time. You have technology, um, ease of movement, you know, just you can travel easy so for a I'm, while. I'm going mean, to avoid... I like something to do for, for indefinitely, but maybe for a while. I'm going to avoid going to a really weird place with this, because I know that they have remote-controlled devices now for men and women. We will avoid those things. <laughs> but... But having having done long distance relationships for twenty three years, yeah, I get it. Um, when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you want to do is grab your phone, that sucks. Yeah. Right. You want to hit that button and call them. I don't want to hit the button and call them. I want to roll over and hit that button and call you. If you know what I mean. Right. Right. Or, or I don't want to, I want to roll over and not call you. I want to roll over and fall asleep with your smell. You know? So how do you fight that in the long distance? You're saying you can do it. Yeah. I say I can do it. No, actually doing it. That's another thing. That's- Six days a month, is that enough to be in a relationship with somebody? I don't think so. I don't think so. If it's temporary... I mean, yeah. push through, push through until it can become more, you know, well, I mean, there's I look, something that gives. At, at this age, I'm sure all of us can hold a beer to a, bear, a bear's ass for like six months, right? We can do anything if we want to. Right. Right? Between the medical exams that we've had to get used to in the last 50 some odd years of our lives and the you know, dehumanization and whatever, we can do it. That's, can we do it is not a problem. Do we want to do it? Is it healthy? Does it satisfy what we're missing? Or does it just make us miss it more? I think it just gets us through the lonely time. And long distance. Yeah. It, 
doesn't fulfill have... all of our needs, but feels enough. So you're ready to settle. You're ready to settle for pieces of what you want and not all of what you want. Yeah. Amy just said she is. I've settled enough in my life. I'm not ready to settle. Yeah, I say I can do it, but yeah. That's, you just yeah, said you did. I don't want to, but I will for the right person. Well, yeah, I'm saying. But that means they're not the right person. That's right. In my, in my opinion. They're not. That's what I'm saying. But I, but I yeah. yeah. But if it is the right person, I'm going to find a way to 100%. be that person. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. That there is no there. And, and this is what, what it's something, a temporary bar barrier, but I will get over it. As long as you're aware of it in the in the beginning, but it's something that I think that I don't know. I just lost my train of thought. Am I that high? I'm not that high. I don't know. Something about, I was, uh, I had a very, it was probably the most, Profound thing you have ever heard. Probably I just so. It. <laughs> I don't try it again next time. But there is. Oh yeah, I know what it was. There's something. Something today. A message that I think that not not many younger people are giving, because they all complain. I I, I I'm guilty too. <clears throat> when we complain about the way other people's communicate, that's that's really lack of our bound, our own personal boundaries right because if they wanted to communicate healthy they would yeah we're not we're not talking to 24 year olds i hope we're not talking to 24 year olds that don't know who they are yet we're talking to 50 year old you know eight appropriate 50 year old right. people and if they haven't done the work and know who they are and what they need as a person yet we don't want them because exactly. now's the time for us to do that and, that, and, and if a man wants to talk to you, he will. Absolutely. And if a woman wants to talk to you, she will. Absolutely. She won't, she won't stop for three days because she's on a date, right? Exactly. <laughs> he, won't, he, won't, he, won't, he won't ask you out and then not ever say, call you again after you said yes. I mean, we, you know what that means, right? When somebody asks you out and you never hear from them again, you know what that means, right? They, they just, just needed, no, they needed dopamine. Yeah. Oh, look, that pretty girl will go out with me. <sighs> I feel good about myself. Now let's go out. Yeah, right. Have you ever, I mean, you understand that our, our brains are actually pleasure drug manufacturers, right? Yeah, I'm a dopamine addict. Do you have, have you ever been on, I think, you, well, I'm going to ask this question. Have you ever been on cortisol? No. I think I don't. I think you're lying to yourself. <laughs> From the little bit of communication that we have, I think you run on a little bit of cortisol. I probably do. I mean, some people I'll, confuse those I've cortisol. I've never really dopamine. looked at it that way, but I probably do. Do you know what the difference is? No. So cortisol is a is a is a drug that prepares you for life. It's a drug that keeps you active. It's a uh, it's it's not a, it's an adrenaline based type of thing. <clears throat> it keeps you in fight or flight. It keeps you aware. It keeps you hyperactive. It's uh, ready to fight. That's it. Ready to run or fight. Where dopamine just makes you feel good, <laughs> like chocolate. So I've confused the two for the longest time. And when I noticed the difference the most, when I was about to get it, I was getting. I was me and my ex were still married. And I was already in this process of trying to get off of it, of cortisol. 
I was taking the ashwagandha and all that shit, right? Doing it all to try to reduce it. And I said something from the living room. She was in the office. And she responded in the way that she does when she was ready to fight. We know how this works, right? We know this. So as I got up out of my chair and turned the corner to participate in the said fight that she just instigated, I felt my brain dose me with drugs. I felt calm, warm, and ready. Yeah. And I told, I looked at her because I, I, it, it like hit me like a ton of bricks. I walked the corner. I'll be right back. And she goes, you get back. I said, no, 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 hang on. I'll be right back. That was the first time. That's cortisol. Yeah. So from the limited conversations that we've had a little bit, Shane, in the past, I see a little bit of my old habits of cortisol in you. I might just be full of shit. No, I might be seeing I, what I want to see. I'm a I'm not. I'm not a fighter. I run. Well, the same. It's the same drug that does fight and run. Yeah, cortisol. I know. You just said that, and and I, I definitely run. Yeah, I'm sorry for repeating myself. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, I'm just yeah. I run. Yeah. And I so, am probably a bit of an adrenaline junkie yeah. in my own little way. What about you, Amy? You adrenaline? A little bit, yeah. You seem pretty low key. Yeah, I'm low key, but I'm maybe let's, I want the adrenaline. Maybe the new experiences, but I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm like a junkie. I didn't know how to live without it. Really? Mm mm. That's what kept me going. Yeah. yeah. Makes dating kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. Never sure. So how are we going to fix this? How are we going to communicate across sexual lines, right, without being sexual or anything else? How are we going to communicate to other people that we need our needs met better and that we don't want to be single the rest of our lives, that we're, we're happy, but we're not done? How do we bridge this gap, guys? How do you get what you want from men, and how do I get what I want from women? I don't know. I think maybe we just have to keep being honest with what we... and with what we want until we find someone who can reciprocate it. Are you going to be able to recognize it when they do? I hope so. <laughs> I hope I get that. I that seems like a really simple approach. Yeah. You're muted, man. Life is not as complicated as we try to make it. Really? I don't think so. Why is that? You know, just... I think that we can just take a big step back and quit overthinking stuff, overanalyzing, and just being just be plain spoken, just like the the, the example earlier in the grocery store. Yeah. Okay. I think plain spoken is the way to go. Yeah. It it, it filters a lot of people out. Mm -hmm. It does. It does. Because I will say, from my own personal experience, I meet a lot of men that say, "Oh." I never want to get married again. Okay. And for me, you know, like that's not on my radar mm -hmm. for the immediate future, but I don't want to say never. Okay. You know? So, but <clears throat> can I ask you a question about that? Sure. 
What's the advantage of a man getting married at this age? I mean, it's companionship. I, I mean, especially as we get older, we're not always have, gonna, we're not always going to be in our fifties. You can't have that without the piece of paper. You can. Can't. What about? Is it the and, last and name? Do you have to have the last names? No, I, I've, I'm at the point now where I'm almost like I was born this name. I'm dying this name. <laughs> you, you've kept your maiden name your whole life. No, but I, I think I will at this point. I've got too much yeah. monogram stuff. I don't want to change it. It's too expensive. <laughs> I kept what about you, my, Amy? You take it. I kept my married name after I got divorced. I still have my married yeah. name. Was it for the kids? At first, and then it was just easier because you have to change yeah. everything. So my my first wife, she changed her name. I'm sure the second one did too. But I don't know about it, but the first one, she changed her name immediately. That was like part of the divorce decree. Oh yeah, right? yeah. And I, it, you talk about an ego hit, dude. That fucking hit my. Even yeah. we were only married for eleven months, so it wasn't like a great romance or anything. Right. But fuck, it was bad. It hurts. I don't think I need that anymore. But the yeah, the, everybody took my last name. The trap. <laughs> well, guys, that's an hour. We filled out out an hour. By the time we take out the the pauses and everything else, it'll be a pretty good forty five minute podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to say? I've brought up a couple of topics of mine. What about you? What do y'all want to talk about when it comes to dating your forties and fifties and sixties and seventies? What do you think is an important thing that you want to get out to your peers or to my peers? I'm going to have to think on that. Just communication. Really open, honest communication. <laughs> That's going to be the hardest thing to do these days, I think. Yeah. It's easy for me because I haven't been in love. Right? It's really easy for me to be honest with everybody I meet right now because I have not been in love. Ever? Oh yeah, no, no, I've never been in love. I was in love with, I was in love with Tiffany when I was in my early 20s. I didn't marry her, we only dated, she broke my heart. I was in love with her as much as I could be. Um, so, yeah, never. You? I often, I mean, I guess that's why I asked. I often wonder if I have ever been in love. Maybe. I, I think I was in my 20s. Kind of a similar situation. Yeah. But is there any way to validate it? That you were in love? I know I loved him. And yeah. he and I are still friends. And, Ouch. And, but, you know, like, I look at him now and I, I don't love him anymore. But I did love him. Yeah. Is that not hard, being friends with him still? No. It's actually easier. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, that wouldn't have worked either. So so did you really love him then? Oh, yeah. Because there was I mean, yeah, but how, how could you love him then and not now? Because you didn't grow together? Well, no, I, I mean, I love him as a person, as a friend, but, like, I'm not in love with him. I'd walk to the end of the earth for him, but I'm not in love with him. But for many, many years, I was very in love with him. Hmm. Did he know that? Yeah. He didn't care? No. I he's like no. he's, 50, he's 55 and never been married to. Yeah, to a confirmed bachelor. Yeah. 
You know he likes a little truck stop action from time to time with the guys. Oh, yeah, he's awful. He's a dog. He's awful. And I know that kind of stuff. So I think I know the good, the bad, the ugly. And so I think that makes it easy. Are you ever, do you ever wonder that, that since you did not, or since you are, y'all are not in love, that that's why he turned out that way? No, no. (laughs) It was definitely lopsided. I was in love with him. He was not in love with me. Gotcha. All right. Amy, have you ever been in love, Amy? One time. It was about um, 10 years ago. We were together about a year, and then he died. Oh, I'm sorry. He he EOD'd. On purpose? No. He just got out of rehab. You know? So, yeah. That would be really hard to finally meet someone that you truly, truly love and to lose them like that. I think that's why I was single. I've been single for so long. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, no doubt. I'm sorry. Thank you. That does put a twist on it, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Oof. That's a rough one. Yeah, that's really rough. So, back to the point, I, I I don't think that we're ever going to be able to communicate fully and and openly and honestly like like we want to until we actually recognize love in another person right one thing that's come out of these these romance novels that we're reading is that you can talk about the throbbing things and the veiny things and the love making and everything else but the the one thing that makes everybody comment more than anything else on these romance novels is the safety the the, yes. the feeling of safety that's provided around the couple. It's like my God, I can't imagine. There was one in the first book we read where they were they just made love and they were laying on the couch or laying on the bed naked and they ordered a pizza naked and they ate the pizza naked. And the cop, it was crazy. I I didn't even think about this, but when somebody said, "Do you know how safe that sounds?" I said, "What do you mean eating pizza naked? I do that all the time." <laughs> no, 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 eating pizza naked in the bed with someone you love and that is like safe nobody can do that if you're not safe because no no woman is going to feel comfortable filling her body up with his naked in front of a man that she loves unless she loves him and he knows that he she accepts him for her right and that's that's the safe feeling that you're gonna have to have to say honey i am not happy i'm very mad and I'm mad because of the way I felt when you when you did this. When you did this, my I had a reaction that that I really don't I'm not comfortable with, and I need to talk about. It. Right? right? When you when you said that, I felt anger, and I want to know why. Right? Not not you made me angry. You can't make me angry. I'm mean, out of control of my anger. Right? But when you said that, I got angry. I reacted angry. What? That's. I'm doing that. That's that's what has. That's something I've started doing with getting old. That was old, the dog, by the age. way. If that gets, hang on. If that was a camera, if that comes in the microphone, that was the actual <laughs> dog. I did not. That was not me. I didn't even hear it. Good. Anyway. So. Now, when I was younger, I would hold those emotions and feelings in, and that breeds resentment and a lot of anger. And I've learned from that. Now I'm like I'm older. Time's limited. Life short, and I, I don't have time to let that stuff eat at me. So, if I'm bothered, I will tell someone. So you're healthy by def by by age. 
Yeah, I feel like I've learned a lot. I've had a lot of trial and error. <laughs> so you don't have to do a lot of work. Just get old. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, it's, it's got the aches, the pain. You start to lose your physical beauty with age. But I'm like, man, I'm so much smarter. I just love. I love the fact that it's like, I don't have the. I don't have the energy. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I am too old to put up with your bullshit. You son of a bitch. Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Mm. Don't waste my time. My time is valuable. Exactly. So, if your time is valuable, and it is, no doubt, why would a modern man want to be presumptuous with it? For example, I've heard many times that you don't want, I, there, this is horrible. Would you like to go out sometime? Yes, I'd love to. That's bad. What I've heard that people want is, you and me, Friday night at 6 o'clock, I'll be there. Exactly. Basically, right, yeah. That's what I want, yes. You see the dichotomy there? <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't want no bullshit. You don't need bullshit. You don't want to be, I want to, you got to come to me proper. But how, oof. It's hard. I mean, I'm that guy. I, I don't want to go, hey, honey, would you like to eat? You want to eat something? Yeah, yeah, motherfucker, I eat three times a day. Which time you want to join me for, you son of a bitch? Yeah, when he does, when he does, you know, like, crawl around and finally gets around to making that date six weeks later, I'm going to be like, hey, buddy, can I have my phone number back? Yeah. 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 It's like, I, I've changed it three times this year, and I don't want to do it again. Just give me back. I need my phone number back. Hey, so where do you guys are blocking people? How, many, how much bullshit do you all listen to before you block them? I, I don't really block people. Oh, I do. I don't, but I, I don't really put myself out there that much to have people to block. Block people on TikTok. Yeah, but phone numbers. I don't have nobody call me or text me on phone usually, so I don't have nobody to block. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm not putting myself out there that much that right. I need to block them, but I yeah. would. I use the block for my peace of mind. Right? I don't care whether it's on TikTok, whether it's on the phone or anything else. But, and, and I'll use my, my boat guy. He's the guy that did not do a good job on my boat. He likes to text. And I don't. He'll text me and he'll say, well, hey, this is going on. And it's information. He's not asking me a question, so I don't text him back. Right. And then he says, uh, <laughs> he goes, well, I just assumed you didn't want to talk because you didn't text me back. Why did I start that story? Am I get? I think I had a stroke. Damn it! I think I had a stroke. I don't know. I think I need to. We need to get off here. I've, I've, I've talked for an hour, and I, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I don't even know why I started that story anymore. So what happens? Thank you. <laughs> I know. And we were it's communication. You think is what we have to do going forward to make a healthy relationship. Shana, you agreed, but do, can you want to add anything that you want coming into your next relationship? That, that you don't think men get right now. What's the message to men out there? Yeah, I want communication and I want healthy boundaries. The man can't do any of that. Man can't help you with that. Yeah, like, I mean, boundaries within the relationship. He can have healthy boundaries, but he can't help you have your boundaries. 
You, no, you're... I'm talking about him having healthy boundaries oh. with me. Like, for example... Ah, oh, no, 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 no. We are going to have to throw out the red flag. We're going to have a penalty flag. We might even get the, the video team to come in and read this one. But holy fuck. Uh-uh. That's not how boundaries work, sweetheart. No. Go ahead. I just, I just, I just called you sweetheart. Sorry. That's very demeaning. I don't mean to do that. Um, I liked it. Boundaries, yeah, there you go. <laughs> boundaries, boundaries on how to treat you are determined by you, right? When you express a boundary to someone, you are telling them how to stay in your life. Right, and when they so, keep ignoring it, well, that's not a boundary. It's 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 disrespectful. Yes, yes. And, and then it's like, yeah. like I did with the boyfriend that I had. Hundred percent. You know, I've told you three times. You struck out three times. You know, you're not respecting my boundaries. He yeah. he does. You know, he had boundary issues, so he's yep. gone. Yeah, and that and but those aren't his boundaries. Those are your boundaries. He had issues with, and that's right. and that's the only the wording I think. And I'm so funny about words. Yeah, I think it's the wording. Yeah, it is. But I want you to be sure that you understand that you don't have to that you get to decide how that man treats you. Not his boundaries don't have anything to do with you. It's how he yeah. treats your boundaries. I heard it the other okay. day explained as the goldfish um, like story. This. And it's basically you have like a, a toddler that loves their goldfish. And they go get the goldfish out of the little fish bowl and wrap it up in a blanket and sit there and hold it tight and hug it while they watch cartoons. Right. They love that. That little kid loves that goldfish so much. But we right. know that's not the best thing for that goldfish. You know? So... They're loving that goldfish the wrong way. And so that's, I really related to that, as silly well, as that sounds. Because you were the goldfish in the previous yeah. relationship. Right. And, yeah, and, and I suffocated. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I choked out. I could not breathe. It's no different. No different. But now, how, as, a, as the, are you going to be a goldfish again? That's the problem. No, absolutely right. they, not. They I will never allow that. I cannot handle that. I mean, it's like I've started like rediscovering, you know, my interest in doing stuff. I mean, I felt like a bird out of a cage and he was a good, good man, but he literally choked me out. But he will be right for somebody else. Yes, he's great. He's a great person. And some woman will love him and be very thankful to find him. So you know what he was, you know what he was telling you, right? He was showing you by that smothering. What's that? How he wanted to be treated. He wanted to be smothered back. Yes, and I did not meet his need. Right, and that's yeah. So <clears throat> when a smotherer, I, I, there, I don't think there's anything wrong with smothers. I, I know a, a couple of smothers that are, that are married. It's so funny when you go to their house because they don't give a fuck that you're there. <laughs> They're so happy with each other. It's so funny. But when smotherers don't get smothered back, they smother harder. Yeah, yeah. he was right. all you know. Just I could not compliment and praise him enough. Yeah. It was exhausting. What about, so Amy, is there anything else you want your uh, men to know that are coming after you after they watch this podcast? How do they come at you? How yeah. is the correct way to come at Amy? I What's mean, the proper? Honestly, come at me and be honest and be my man's man. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Just be a real man. Mm -hmm. Take, just be assertive without yes. being rude. Exactly. Or vulgar. Be <laughs> Be a gentleman. Can we can we be dirty if it's cleaned up in a classy way? 
Can we have some innuendos from time to time? Yeah, from time to time, but not too fast. Not too fast. Well, not too soon. Not too soon. If somebody starts like sex talking really soon, that's a man. Hang on, hang on. That's a man that doesn't really know the difference between intimacy and sex, Mm -hmm. right? Because we do want to engage you in a romantic way from the beginning with intimate talk. Right? Talk about our intimate needs and our intimate desires. Right. But those men that jump straight to, I love your boobs, can you show me your... That, those guys think sex and intimacy are the same. Right. There's no, there's, there's no argument about that. There's no two ways about it. A hundred percent of the time. <laughs> those, that's the way it happens. Be careful with those guys. Right. So we're going to come at, So they need to come at you with proper those communication. Those guys will get blocked. A few innuendos and a giant bag of weed. Is that about right, Amy? That's it. <laughs> All right. What, hey, what's the what kind of what are they carrying their giant bag when they show up at your house, Shannon? Shannon? You said giant bag of weed. Well, that's what they for Amy. That's what she wants. From me. It's a joke. Oh. But. Oh. So what's in the food. bag they're coming to your oh, house? Oh, food. Food. Cooks for me. Cooks for me. Giant bag of tacos. Okay. No, I want something more to chew on. Gosh. <laughs> On that note, everybody, thank you for joining us in Conversation Romance. My name is Jeff Johnson. We got Amy Denise all over there. I don't think she's 47. You were born in 47. You never know. And we got Shayna, even though her mother spelled it wrong. Christina is still down there under two windows. I don't know if you can hear us, Christina, or not, but by God, I wish you could. Work on that internet, lady. Let's come back and see you. I'll try to add some music to this in post, everybody. Thank you for joining the Conversation Romance, the roundtable edition. Good luck, Amy. Good luck, Shayna. We'll see you both soon. Bye. Thank you very much. Enjoyed it. Don't Bye. hang up, guys. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Okay. <laughs>